Hi, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Bridget. And we are smart and funny. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that a lot. Okay. Hello, everyone. Okay, I hate that. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Shut up. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of We Are Smart and Funny. And today, we are talking about my interests, because why not? Today, I want to start the topic off with Chris Chan. Do you know who that is? (laughs) I have no clue who that is. Okay, it's a long rabbit hole of different messed up things, but he was huge on the internet. He is arguably one of the most recorded and documented person on the internet. And he's an autistic man who made a comic series called Sonichu. It was the mix of Sonic and Pikachu. And he was also very <laughs> horny. He was very obsessed with the idea of him losing his virginity. And lately, like this week, it has been discovered that he fucked his mom who has dementia. Uh, hang on. <laughs> Hello? Is he still like a person who posts? And why do we know that he fucked his memory-losing mother? I'm not sure how active he is. I know that he got arrested recently. Okay, so he posted a bunch of stuff online back in, like, 2004 and stuff. He lived in Virginia. And some trolls eventually started making fun of him because of the fact that he called himself a lonely virgin and he wanted a boyfriend-free girl because he said that all the pretty girls were taken and he Help just wanted a girlfriend. <laughs> so then trolls on 4chan and on different websites were always messing with him and they kept call- like drawing his comic characters, Sonichu and Rosechu. They kept drawing the female characters with dicks and then drawing them in like homosexual situations and that made christian really mad because he's a big homophobe but at the same time he is transgender but he's not actually transgender and it's kind of political because people are like you need to respect her pronouns and people are like he is not trans he literally came out and said that the only reason he said he's trans is so that he hopes that girls will fuck him and it's a big thing then he posted to something or someone interviewed him recently and he admitted that he had sex with his mom and that his mom looked at him confused at times which makes sense because she has dementia and she probably doesn't know who he is you just unloaded a, a very large <laughs> amount of information and i do not know what to say about that <laughs> there is a so besides that that surprisingly isn't the main thing i want to talk about the main thing <laughs> that one of my interests lately is i already knew some stuff about christian because there's youtubers that i watch that make fun of him and stuff uh or at least the situation of him before they knew that he was fucking his mom so i already knew some of the stuff that he had done but my interest is that there is a 59 video long documentary with each video being over 35 minutes on youtube and i'm binge watching all of it and it's going to take me forever and it is so interesting you're watching a 59 video playlist all over 30 minutes long Mm-hmm. interesting i think i'm only on episode five i think is- or six 
And is there a theme or it's all it's just like a chronological timeline of everything Christian has done online or that has been documented on him. And the the video literally started when he was in elementary school because they had like documents of him talking about his life in middle school and uh, elementary school. And then it starts to get like more important as he reaches, I think, high school, because that's when he starts making the Sonic You comic, which is very important. And also he gets online and he makes his own website dedicated Sonic You, where he also posts where he talks about how he really wants a girlfriend. So not only are you watching a 59 video, 30 plus minute per video long playlist, it's all about the same person. Yep. Pretty much. Okay. Do you think you'll finish? I'm going to. This is so interesting. I need to know everything about this man. <laughs> okay. On top of me watching that long documentary, I also have to balance out my art since I'm trying to practice anatomy every day. And I also have to balance out talking to people because I get so caught up in my interest that I forget that people exist. And there's some people that I should have texted that I haven't texted for days because I forgot they existed. So I should probably get on that. But at the same time, I don't want to. I just want to watch this documentary. And I also have to balance out playing Dead by Daylight, which I have not done today. Really funny. I have done absolutely nothing except for tasks that stress me out a lot. I I had, I got up at 6.30 in the morning. I got ready. I left at like 7.15 because I had to give someone a ride and I didn't want to be late. And then, so I got there. We have not had band camp in two years. And so it was a very, it was very strange at first. Like I had to be used to just being in a social setting again. Um, But then on on top of that, it's been a very long day because on top of that, um, at eight o'clock, that's when band camp starts. And everybody was like in their places sitting down and he was introducing the staff. And then he asked me to stand up. Like, I am familiar with all of these people, but it's been so long that I was just like, I don't want to stand right now in front of the entire class. That's strange. But I stood and I was just standing there awkwardly while he was speaking. And then he starts saying these things like, like bragging about me to the band almost. And then he announces that I am the band leader, basically the drum major, but... I don't conduct because he needs me on trumpet because we have no one to fill my spot. So basically, I'm just great and I'm going to do everything. And that's so cool. However, I have to do everything. And it's like been two years. And he was like, okay, go outside and lead them in stretches. I don't remember what stretches are. Like, what am I supposed to do right now? And so I did my best. But it was just like I was kind of thrown into this situation with no preparation. And it's also been two years, so I don't exactly remember everything. But it went pretty well, I guess. So you gotta do all this stuff, trumpet, leading people and all this. And then you also had to go to work after that. Yeah, so I had to bring the person that I brought there home. And then my boss won. I got paid for this, but... I work at the one 
like a city away because I don't want to work at the sub shop in this city because I don't want to see people I know while I'm working. That's awkward. So I like working at that one, but I had to stop at the one in this city um, and pick up five large deli chunks of ham. We sliced the ham and it was so heavy. It was so, so heavy. It was like, I don't know, a lot of pounds and I had to carry it to my car. And that person sees me a lot. I don't know why our boss, he owns multiple sub shops and he will drop off our stuff at that one instead of our store. And I'm always the one who has to end up going and picking it up. And everything's always so heavy. So then I had to bring the ham that's just sitting in my back seat. I had to bring it to work. And then I was there until like 10 p.m., which is crazy because on a good day, we get out at 9.15. And then I had to bring my friend home. So she asked if I wanted Wendy's. And I was like, no, I really just want to go home. But I said, sure, because I was driving us. Um, and I was driving her home from work. I don't know why I just end up giving everybody a ride. So we go to Wendy's and there was this girl. So, okay, so she brought out our food because we had to pull off to the side. And then another car pulled into the drive-thru and she just stopped and then screamed. It was really funny. She screamed? Yeah, she like just like stopped and just stood there and looked at the car pulling into the drive-thru and was just like... Ah. Not like screamed like out loud, but like screamed to herself, but we could hear it and it was really funny. And so then I dropped my friend off and she was like, do you want to come say hi to my dog? And I really didn't, but I have a problem saying no. So I said, sure. And then had to go say hi to her dog. And then she gave her to me, like put her in my arms. And I was like, okay. And so then I'm just holding this dog awkwardly. And yeah. After so many hours of not being home, not being home since 7 in the morning and getting home at 10.30 at night on this podcast until I have to get up at 6.30 tomorrow morning and do the same exact thing. You work so much. You work Friday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But Tuesdays, my boss takes us to Taco Bell because we have a Taco Bell right near Zero's and she takes us to Taco Bell and buys us Taco Bell. So tomorrow's Taco Bell day and it's free and I hate Taco Bell. Taco Bell sucks. However, it is free and so I go and I eat a chicken quesadilla and it's very good. That is so cool how y'all just have this big city and y'all have so many food places and your, your boss just takes you to Taco Bell. Meanwhile, if I had a job here, we have nowhere to eat. We have nothing good. We have like a McDonald's and a Burger King. That's really sad. I don't eat McDonald's or Burger King. I had to stop eating McDonald's and Burger King. And even then, I didn't really eat them that much. Except Burger King has those croissant witches, which is like a breakfast sandwich, but with croissants. I could tear those things up. They have a, a two for four <laughs> meal. I can get two of them. Mm-hmm. I really like Wendy's. They have this honey butter chicken biscuit. <laughs> mm, it's so good. It tastes like um, it tastes like pancakes. It tastes like maple syrup on pancakes, and it's so heavenly. We have a and, Wendy's here, and literally no one goes there, like ever. That's 
I think Wendy's is my favorite fast food place. They're so expensive. Like, compared to all the other places? Yeah, that's true. But, like, it's so worth it. It's so much better. Burger King has that Impossible Whopper, the veggie burger. And it tastes like, like burnt popcorn almost, but in the best way possible. It tastes so good. I love that burger. I haven't had it in a while. Like, I never ate Burger King, like, regularly before, but when they came out with that Impossible Whopper, I was like, ooh, I need to try that, and then I did, and it was very, very good. I will have to try that one day, if my Burger King has it. I've never heard of it being here, I don't think. I think Chick-fil-A fries are not good. Like, they're so overrated. Waffle fries are not that good. I think... Besides McDonald's fries, Chick-fil-A would have to be my favorite. They're delicious. I think you're wrong. Mm, Okay, (laughs) hang on. Okay, I think everybody hates on Wendy's fries. That's my favorite fast food. I, I love Wendy's. And everyone hates on their fries. But it really depends on location. Because I... Or it also depends on the day. Because I will get a good batch of fries from Wendy's. One day, and then the next day, that same Wendy's will give me um, soggy fries with no salt, and it'll just be not good. But I, so I think that they deserve the like middle ranking. I don't remember what Wendy's fries taste like, but I do remember I got something from there once that I didn't think was going to be that good, and it ended up being really good. And I can't remember if it was their fries or their nuggets. But somebody has something that was exceeding my expectations. I think, despite Arby's getting tons of hate, that Arby's curly fries are divine. They are so good. My mamma is the only person I've ever met that religiously wants to eat at Arby's. Arby's is like that restaurant when you go to when you just really want to eat and it's the first thing you see i would never go out of my way to (laughs) eat at arby's if i was given options i think i would go anywhere before i went to arby's but they have good fries i think i remember having their curly fries and i didn't like them the insides of the fries like when you take a bite and you're chewing them it was like really thick and dry. I don't know how to explain it. Mm, I don't know. They're like seasoned in orange and I think they're very, very good. The seasoning can be good. You had Taco Bell nacho fries. I think I had them once and they forgot the cheese or whatever comes with it. That's so sad. That's literally the point. I got it this year for the first time because they came back or something and everyone was very excited. I know a lot of people who like religiously eat Taco Bell. And when they came back, I went to Taco Bell on, I got it actually on on Tuesday when my boss took us and got free Taco Bell. And they are not that good. Like they're very potato-y, like soft. And the seasoning is good, but then like, the cheese, I don't know. It's just not that good. Okay, so are your, like, Taco Bells and KFCs combined? No. Are they not, like, supposed to be like that? Is Taco Bell and KFC not the same thing? 
No, they're two different. They're two different fast food places. But are they not two different companies? People. I don't think so. No, I've never seen a KFC connected to a Taco Bell. Our Taco Bell and KFC are like the same building, and when you go through the drive-through, if you want something from Taco Bell, you can order it at the KFC thing. There's only like one drive-through. That I thought I thought they were all like that. No, no. I don't think we have any like combined fast food places. However, I have seen it in like smaller towns, but here everything is its own place. That is so weird. I thought it was all the same. Our KFC and Taco Bell, the same company. We need to know. This is important. Yum Brands Incorporated, based in Louisville, Kentucky, has over 50,000 restaurants in more than 150 countries and territories primarily operating the company's restaurant brands, KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell. That's so crazy. So Yum Brands owns KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut? Yeah, that's so random. That's so weird. Do you have a Pizza Hut? We had one, and I think they closed. Yeah, they closed it down. Cause well, we already had like four pizza places. So I think it's very mediocre compared to every other place. I don't know how their prices are because I wouldn't choose to go there. But I think Papa John's has really good pizza, but it's expensive. And I like Domino's, but and I don't get what's wrong with Domino's. They also have really good sandwiches. Do people not like Domino's? Our friend, like, I wanted Domino's. We so we were thinking about where we should get pizza, and I was like, Domino's, yum! I like their crust because it has that seasoning on it. And so I was like, we should get Domino's, and they were all like, ew! Why do you want Domino's? And then I also suggested Little Caesars because you can get so many pizzas at Little Caesars because they're five dollars a pizza, so you can get so many for like. You can you can get like three at Papa John's, but get like six at Little Caesars for the same price. So I started suggesting Little Caesars, and then they all were like, "Ew, ooh, Little Caesars is like cardboard." And so I was like, "Fine, Domino's." And then Laura friend, just, <laughs> the only reason she hates Domino's is because she worked there. Like it's good pizza. But she's like, no, I can't eat at Domino's. I worked there; it traumatized me. And she worked so, there for like two seconds. No, exactly. She did not work there very long. But um, yes, I think Papa John's is better than Domino's. However, for the price, Domino's, and also Domino's has those good sandwiches. I was talking about it earlier today, actually, and I want one really bad. So I don't really care for pizza. Every time we got pizza for like an easy dinner, and if there was nothing else in the house that I really cared for, I would eat pizza. And it was usually Domino's, and I liked it. Like I wouldn't go out of my way to get it, but if I'm craving a pizza or if we're having pizza, I would like Domino's. Or we have this other pizza restaurant here. I don't know if it's like a big thing or if it's just a thing here, but it's called Roma's. Their pizza is pretty good. Got we don't it. have a Roma's. Wasn't Roma's the place with Gordon Ramsay? Like in my town or in general? Didn't you say Gordon Ramsay came to Roma's or something? No, that was Lowry's. That's let's, a family-owned business here. Let's talk about that. That experience. All right. 
So I think it was the year before last. I'm not sure. But there was a restaurant here called Lowry's. And it was owned by the Lowry family. Their last name was Lowry. And that restaurant had no money. As much as people went there, they could not pay their workers. Mainly the people that worked in the kitchen were getting paid, but like waiters and waitresses, all that kind of stuff, they had to live off of tips, which wasn't much. So no one was making money. My mom worked there and she didn't get a check for like, I think it was a month because they had no money to give her. So this lady, this very sweet lady who worked there named Pam, I guess she hit up Gordon Ramsay somehow and Gordon, Gordon Ramsay came to our town and his little I think it was called Hell on Wheels I'm not sure what the show was called but he lived in a trailer next to our post office and for a week he was here fixing up the restaurant and he changed the whole restaurant and he was talking to the people and there were two brothers that like worked and owned the restaurant they had a fight on TV and then their mom had to come in and break it up and be like, I raised you boys better. And it was so embarrassing. That's so funny. Wait, was this trailer nice? Uh, it was like, it wasn't like a house trailer. It was like, I don't know, yeah. it was black. It said Hell's on, Hell on Wheels. It wasn't very big. I don't oh. know what he was doing. Gordon Ramsay needs to do better. This is true. He didn't even barely yell at anyone on the show. He was Did actually very uh-huh that's funny that reminds me of a place here in my neighborhood um like two streets down it's weird because i live in this weird neighborhood the houses are pretty close together like i can look out my window and like with a tape measure touch the neighbor's house um and i know that's very different from where you are but everything here is really close and then there's just random businesses scattered throughout so like two streets away there was a haircut place and right next door was a crystal shop and i liked that crystal shop and the lady there was very nice um but she closed actually but the haircut place is still there and then like a block down from that is pizza place and i heard that they own they they barely pay their workers i also heard that this weird kid from school works there and i also we I don't know why. My family really likes Pizza Box. But to me, it's like the bottom is so flowery. And it's just like, it like coats your mouth when you eat it. And I don't like it. And it gets like dusty all over your fingers. And it's not an enjoyable experience for me. But they have weird pizzas. Like they've got this one pizza and it's literally slices of potatoes like on top of the pizza. That is very odd. (laughs) Yeah. And then they put olives on the pizza one time. And they had pits in them. Oh, no. Yeah, so while you're eating the pizza, if you get an olive, you gotta chew around the pit and spit the pit out. I'm like, that does not work at all. That is tedious and extra. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That remind. I remember during this conversation. Okay, so, so I went with friends to this place. I think it's a national chain. But I went to this place called Insomnia Cookies. And usually... Last time I googled it, it said they were open till 3 a.m. So I wanted to go at like 1 a.m. But we googled it recently, it said it closed at 1 a.m. So that was kind of sad. So we ended up going at like 11.30. 
which was so fun because it's like yay dessert and it's laid out and we got insomnia cookies and then after i was like i we were in we had gone through the tunnel um and that like cost the toll but i have an easy pass and i was like well we're over here i really want 30 wendy's chicken nuggets so we went to wendy's and i was like ready i wanted 30 that's i was like i want three 10 piece nuggets thank you no combos just the nuggets and then there was this man standing next to the menu so you have to roll your window down to order which means that gives him the opportunity to speak to you and you can't ignore him and he was nice Um, when i said i didn't have any cash on me he was very like okay that's fine thank you for speaking and i was like yep uh uh-huh and then he went to the other side of the wendy's i guess because he's like okay well this side's not working he went to the other side and i like had to pull up because they didn't have 30 nuggets prepared for me right now so i had to pull up and wait for the nuggets and he was standing there and he's like he started to ask me and then he's like oh i already asked you sorry haha and then i was sitting there with my window down because i was waiting for my nuggets and he's just standing right there and it was so awkward glad he was nice because i would be scared out of my mind if some guy was just standing there while i'm trying to order some nuggets he asked for a like when i got to the other side he asked me for a pen and paper and so i gave him a pen but i didn't have any paper and then that was just so random and then he went up to the window where they pass out food and asked i think he asked them for paper but it was very strange um, and then I finally got my nuggets, and we went home, and we made a chicken out of the chicken nuggets. Like a little sculpture? Well, yeah, I wanted it to be three-dimensional, like walking on legs, but that didn't work because they're chicken nuggets, and I didn't have toothpicks. And so we just made, like, a mosaic with chicken nuggets out of... Uh, we made a mosaic in the shape of a chicken out of the chicken nuggets on the cookie box. Wendy's nuggets recently have not been good like they have not been impressive recently in what way like they've the sh- one this shape just looks strange like they're they look like chicken pucks like they're so perfectly round and it's kind of concerning <laughs> but my friend got i drove my friend to get wendy's today i think i said this but she got nuggets she got like a four for four or something like that and so she gave me a nugget and that nugget was really really good but other than that, recently they've just been weird and round and they've been fine tasting, I guess. Wendy's needs to step up their game. I love Wendy's. Wendy's my twin. We have red hair. So I had to wear a hat all day during band camp and it gave me really bad hat hair. Like my hair on it was just flat. And I was at work all day like that because I didn't have a choice and it was quite embarrassing. I love hats. I want to collect hats, but I never actually wear hats, and I just have them, and they just sit around. Because my hair is always too perfect to wear a hat, but I want to wear a hat, but then it ruins my hair. I have a bunch of caps that I I do not wear hats. I don't do it. And it's kind of strange. I don't know why I have all these hats, but I have a bunch, and I wear my Adidas hat to band practice. And it matches my shoes, because I'm so cool. I think where... Like, the part of my hair where the hat sits, the hairs that were under the hat seem to have faded color more than the sides of my head where the hat 
isn't covering anything. And I don't know if that's because like I was outside and we were sweating and I was like sweating. And so it made my hair run. But like I knew it was going to fade, but it just seems unevenly faded now. So I'm going to get dark red and I'm going to cover it up. What hair dye did you use for it to be coming out that much from sweat? I think I'm just being dramatic. It was already starting to fade like a week ago or something. So I think I'm just being stupid. But I did use Manic Panic and usually we use Arctic Fox. And also Manic Panic, the color's really good. The color held so well. It looked really good. Um, And it still looks pretty good. But up until recently, Every time I rinsed my hair, there there would be red dye, like, in the water, like, on the floor. And I don't know why it's been, like, two weeks since I dyed my hair and it was still running red. That's kind of strange, but it still looked good, so. That is strange. I, I dyed my hair red once a couple years ago with Manic Panic, and I don't think it did that, but I do remember... The red did stay in my hair for a while, and then it faded out to this really pretty shade of pink, and that stayed in my hair for forever. Did he bleach it? Uh-huh. I bleached mine, but it's starting to seem a little bit orangey. Hmm. Is it, uh, was it already like a yellowish tint before, or is it like... Yes, it was. I was. I'm very impatient, and I was like, yep, it's ready. It's good. My hair is bleached enough. So I rinsed it out and it was very yellow, but because it was like this, or this fire engine red, I knew it wouldn't be a problem because warm colors or whatever. So I just did it, but now it is fading to an orange. So maybe I should have gone lighter, but it's fine. Maybe. How is your eyebrow piercing that you got very recently? It has been good today besides me hitting it when I first woke up. For some reason, I have super dry eyebrows, so the area around the piercing gets, like, really dry and flaky, and I have no idea why it's like that. My eyebrows have never been like that. Maybe it's because I shaved my eyebrows. I'm very aware of the piercing. Like, I got, well, I got my nose pierced. I forget that it's there and go to itch my nose, and then remember I have a nose piercing. And sometimes if, like, I'll go and do that, and then I'll, like, pull on it or something, and... It does not feel good, but I have been cleaning it regularly, and it looks great. Um, true. I woke up one morning, and the bar was just, like, it flipped, and it was just hanging out of my nose. So I just, like, stuffed it back up there. And then I was looking at other rings on Amazon that I'm going to order once it's getting to a point where it's healed enough for me to switch it out and oh washing my face is very strange i feel like i can't properly wash my face without looking in a mirror because i'm i need to see the nose piercing so i can be very careful around it because i can't feel it like just on my face so i need to be able to see it so that when i go to wash my nose then i am going around it And so washing my face is kind of strange. And so it's putting on moisturizer because I wash my face, put on moisturizer, and then I clean it with saline, like go around the piercing. So it's kind of, it is, my piercing is also kind of dry. I was the same way for both of my piercings. Even now, time I wash my face, I can't like wash the whole 
like left side of my forehead because I don't want to hit my piercing. That's funny. I I do my whole face very carefully and avoid the nose. And then when I get to the nose, I do the right side of my nose because the piercing's on my left. And then I start to just like go in circles until like get to the piercing. So kind of like spiral down to it just so I'm being very, very careful. The mm-hmm. one thing that I did not like about my septum when I first got it is every morning when I would wake up, it would be like the inside near my like septum part. It would always be really crusty when I first woke up in the morning and I've tried to move my septum because it would always be flipped to one side and I could barely move it because of all the crust and then it would hurt if I moved it too much and it actually moved and then I'd have to go into the bathroom and I have to clean it off and then I could move it and it would be sore from all the crust and the moving. I, when I, the first time I cleaned it was the night after I got it pierced. So I got it pierced around like five and then I cleaned it at nine. My mom taught me how because my mom has got her nose pierced a while ago. My sister has her nose pierced and then now I have mine. And so I got her to show me how to clean it. And when I cleaned the inside, there was blood and I was like, I'm dying. But it's yeah. When I got my eyebrow pierced, I couldn't like it didn't hurt and I barely felt anything. But the piercer was like. Oh, it looks like you're bleeding a little bit. It's like that up. And then she took a Q-tip and was cleaning the blood and she used both ends and they were covered in blood and she kept going. I was like, oh, I didn't even feel that. And it's bleeding so much. That's scary. We were talking about clamps before I got my piercing because you said something about the clamp hurting when you got your septum. She did use clamps, a clamp on my nostril, but it didn't, I don't remember it hurting. Right. When I got it, I remember, like, when I got it, I remember it hurting, like, my eyes watering up a little bit. But when I try to remember what it felt like, I don't remember it hurting. Okay. I had one single tear fall from my left eye when I got my nose pierced. And she told me, she was like, it's going to feel like a blackhead on your lip line. I was like, okay, I know what that's like. It's going to be great. And then she pierced my nostril, and it felt like I got a flu shot to my nose. It did not feel like a blackhead on my lip line, because that is much less painful. But also, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I was very nervous about it, and it went pretty well. My septum piercing, besides the clamps, like when she actually pierced it, it just felt like pressure. It didn't feel like anything. It just felt like pressure going through my nose it didn't sting at all nope hmm neither did the eyebrow piercing but the clamps in and the piercing and the putting in the barbell none of that hurt but putting in the curved barbell was a little bit of pressure i don't get how that works i have not seen an eyebrow piercing before i'll probably look it up but do they just like pinch this the flesh above your eye on your brow bone and just clamp that and then go through it uh-huh pretty much that's interesting when she was doing it like my eye like my brow bone and my eyelids are like a small space because i have really thick 
brow bones and really small eyelids. So when she was clamping my eyebrow, I could feel my eyelid lift up and I was so scared that she was going to pierce through my eyelid. <laughs> That's funny. It ended up being fine and now I'm hot. <laughs> I feel powerful. Like, I feel like I've leveled up with my piercing. You say that you don't think you would look good with other piercings, but I'm telling you, there's no such thing. You should get more. I don't know. I think, I don't think ear piercings are for me. I feel like they look, I don't think they look strange. I think they look normal, but I can't imagine myself with any other piercings, really, just the nose. I think if you got like a snake bite, and then changed it out for a hoop, like a full hoop once it's um, healed. That's casual. It's not very noticeable, but at the same time, it's there and you can see it. And I think it would look fine. Like a hoop around your lip? Uh-huh. Like to the left corner, to the right, on the bottom. Okay. I think I probably won't get any more face piercings, but... I do want tattoos very soon. I think that's gonna suck. Not good with needles, and but I think it'll be fine because I do want it. I was just thinking about piercings earlier today, and I am so or tattoos earlier today, and I am so excited. I'm. We are now edging on to 12:18 a.m., and I think it's time we end the first episode of the We Are Smart and Funny podcast. I think that went pretty well for our first episode. This is being recorded on Monday, but it will be posted on Wednesday. And our next episode will be recorded on Wednesday and posted on Friday. This is true. Thank you for listening to We Are Smart and Funny. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.